Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Jamie G here. Today, what we're going to be covering is how your subconscious beliefs affect your results right now. Look forward to delving into this, and hopefully, you guys are going to get a few nuggets out of this. So, I will catch you right after this. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Jamie G here, and if it is your first time here, welcome. Thank you for joining me. My name is Jamie G. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online and all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I would love to have you guys subscribe. Feel free to smash that button. Alternatively, you can find me on YouTube or Facebook or any of the other social media platforms for that matter. But I'm available via YouTube at jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. I look forward to seeing you guys around the internet somewhere. What are we talking about today? Going into the depths of your subconscious, and as you may have noticed, if you've been following along my podcast for a little while, you may have noticed that I'm veering away from the technical aspects of affiliate marketing. Now, the technicalities of affiliate marketing are everywhere. I cover it in depth on my YouTube channel, The How To. I talk about business. I talk about all sorts of stuff on that channel. So like I say, feel free to find me. But it's a little bit hard to explain via a podcast the technicalities of how to do certain things. There's a chance you may be listening to this on your way to work, in your car, when you're driving. A lot of that stuff isn't really going to resonate and a lot of it's not really going to make sense unless you're following along in front of your computer. And truth be told, I may not be the best teacher of the technical side of things. There are thousands, thousands and thousands of videos out there covering the technical aspects of affiliate marketing, the how-tos, the how, what button to click, all that sort of stuff. So what I wanted to get into, something I think is incredibly important if you are a new affiliate or a new business owner, or even if you're in a career path, you're not entirely satisfied. In fact, you know what? Forget the fact if you're new or a seasoned veteran. I think this really resonates and hopefully it opens up a, a few neural pathways for you. So you can help understand your own psyche a little bit better. Now, I must admit that me telling you guys this information is in large part me solidifying my own knowledge I think putting these podcasts out, I don't necessarily have an expectation that anyone's actually going to listen to them. And I'm okay with that. I'm completely fine with that. Even if it's just me listening to it in years to come, hopefully I'm going to be able to get some nuggets out of the uh, information I've put out there. And I can remind myself if I ever have a day where I veer away from my beliefs. So one of the things I find incredible uh, with online marketing is I'll, have, I'll notice a lot of people they will do things like share screenshots and of course everyone loves a good screenshot look made a thousand bucks yesterday look at me had my, had my first ten thousand dollar day <laughs> or uh, one of my uh, friends online wow never thought I'd make six figures in one day there was a uh, an event recently with uh, Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson and Dean Graciosi. I think I'm pronouncing that right. 
and they sold a uh, $2,000 product at the end of a 90-minute webinar. And the affiliates for that particular product made a $1,000 commission each. So needless to say, there was a lot of people making a lot of money. And because of the, it was a one-time event, they did have a couple of replays, of course. A lot of people made a lot of money. I think there was one gentleman who had over 400 sales. So, you know, 400K in a day. Not bad. Just gives you a bit of an eye-opener to the possibilities that are out there. Pretty cool stuff. But, of course, there are others that are doing better. They're making a million dollars a day. Hard to believe, really, when you're uh, next to nothing <laughs> by comparison. Anyway, anyway, so I see these screenshots, I see videos, I see people not bragging, it's really, I I can assure you, it it is absolutely not bragging, I know a lot of these people that are doing this, Uh, and it's because they're proud of their efforts, they have gone from nothing to work their way up, they are trying to use it as inspiration, not bragging, and so you get the, the odd mix of people, like, wow, great, wow, amazing, but and I've and the reason why I'm putting this podcast together is because I understand my own mind and how this uh, has resonated with me and something I've recognised. So I think a lot of people probably won't recognise this. So anyway, you see the screenshots, you see the videos, you see the results, and I see a lot of people commenting. And, and like I say, a lot of it's congratulations. This is great. Wow, amazing, and that's supportive, and it's great. And I wonder with some of these people what their subconscious beliefs are in terms of the results these people are getting. I personally absolutely love celebrating people's success. I love it. I love seeing people dominate. I met someone a while back and uh, they're actually a distant cousin of mine, but long story short, we've only just become acquainted, acquainted in recent times. Turns out we get along really well. This gentleman uh, runs an eight-figure online business. And I would suspect he's probably not that far away from being an eight-figure affiliate either. At least high sevens anyway. And of course, being that successful, there it comes with certain downsides. And that is that you move so far away from your peers that you've grown up with from a subconscious level, it's not a, 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 I guess something that you mean to do, but people that are earning, say, 50K a year, and you're earning closer to 10 million, <laughs> you know, it's really hard for those types of people to, I guess, have a sense of what it takes and, and I guess what they can and can't do in their life is just so much different to those other people. So the subconscious beliefs tend to pop up when you're working your butt off 12 hours a day and you're earning 60K or 50K or whatever the whatever salaries are out there. The subconscious belief is, bloody rich bugger, those bastards, rich bastards, greedy. What do they do with all that cash? Don't give any away. Uh, look at them, off, to, off for another trip. No, typical flying first car class. Oh, great. Now they booked a, a world tour. Oh, man. That's, uh They're eating at that. 
one of the world's best restaurants again. Oh, look at them staying at that plush hotel that virtually no one else can afford to stay at. Like I say, the problem with these things is that they're subconscious. Don't always recognize that they are out there. Don't always recognize that that is actual, actually the belief. And it takes a long time to delve into your own belief system, your own thoughts, and makes you think, what the heck do I believe? What are my beliefs about wealth and other people and money? We all want it. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not lie. We all, we all want cash, lots of it. And if you don't, then I think you're probably lying to yourself. Now, I notice with my own belief systems, a lot of this comes from my parents, and I bless them. I love them dearly. We have a wonderful relationship. But there's something that my father used to say a lot. And uh, I'll, I'll save you the vitriolic, but he'd get really angry with a lot of wealthy people not as a generalization, but he would use that term. And of course, my subconscious brain, when I'd hear these things, I would associate the, the frustration he would feel with a negative belief. So therefore, I built up a negative belief. Rich bastards. Greedy. Rich is greedy. Oh, look at them. Now I started to work out what my beliefs were, my subconscious beliefs. I worked out what being wealthy means to me, what being wealthy, uh, I guess, means in my subconscious mind to me. I started learning, oh, I have these subtle beliefs as well. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Thanks, society. Thanks, Mum. She obviously has beliefs as well. Thanks, friends. Thanks, people that laugh at you when you're trying to do something with your life. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks for building up that subconscious belief. I didn't even know it was there. So anyway, I'm going to circle back around. I I did mention earlier that I love celebrating people's success. I absolutely love it. For me, I I was, uh, when I was talking to this gentleman recently, and uh, I thought, wow, how incredible. Wow. And because I'm curious, like, why, what, what makes them different? What do they do? Like, is it just, do, do people get lucky? Is that it? Do, is there luck involved in getting successful? And he started telling the story. I'm not going to share it here. Unfortunately, it's sort of quite personal. But the crux of it was, he worked his butt off. He had an idea. He saw the gap in the market. And that's the thing with entrepreneurs. We find the gap in the market. We find something that needs fixing and that we create a solution for that problem that's being an entrepreneur right there that's as simple as you can boil it down to but he works 16 hours a day sometimes more for for a long long time it wasn't like oh cool i won lotto now i'm rich it's like no he worked his butt off he cut out all distractions he f- would buy a course and he would follow it to the letter he would learn he'd learn from his mistakes you grow, analyze, adapt, keep pushing forward, and all of a sudden, bang, there you go. So, for me, once I started looking into my beliefs, 
around things like money and, and other people and whatnot. Not that I believed that I had any. I thought I was pretty positive about everything, really. I realized that I had these subconscious beliefs. Oh, I have a generalized view that if you're really rich, then you must be greedy because of all the things that was uh, in my ear from my, my father and other people in, around me. And again, I'm not blaming dad. I'm sure he absolutely didn't mean it when he'd say these things. In fact, he, his frustration came from a very select few that would buy off the local council to, to do things that people without money couldn't do. And I mean, I do mean that in a bad way. I mean, bending the law, doing disgusting things like claiming land from local uh, tribes in New Zealand, the Māori, only to then sell it to Chinese investors, things like that. Just very corrupt. So needless to say, when you hear things like that, you probably have a bit of a view about it. And obviously, in my father's case, he would get quite angry as it affected him directly in some occasions. And as a result, I would hear that and internalize it. It takes a long time to work out what your beliefs are. It's not an easy task. But I do question everyone who's listening to this. What is your subconscious belief telling you? What do you feel when you see someone successful and they're driving around in their Lamborghini or their Porsche or Ferrari? There may be zero interest. You still end up with an opinion, I can guarantee it. Many, many times I worked in an office uh, years ago. I was the only male amongst a group of six females. And there was a gentleman who used to arrive at the office in his Maserati. Beautiful car, loved it. He was a nice guy. I liked him too. <laughs> Not that I had anything to do with him, I just kind of saw him around. He was pleasant. He didn't, wasn't uh, nasty or anything like that. But yet, strangely, the, the woman in the office had a very strong opinion. Uh, they would make jokes. Certain, certain uh, jokes about size, things like that. I get, uh, I'm assuming you get the drift. What's he making up for, etc. So we all have opinions. We all have these opinions of people, even if we don't, think we don't. Even if they're a really nice person, we still have a judgment. So I urge people out there to delve into their own psychology and, and what they feel when they see someone in, in a, that has more than them. What are they really feeling? Is it, how did they get that? Is it, man, must have big borrowed and stolen to do that are greedy and this is something here's something that you might be able to I guess use as a bit of a tool something to think about something to delve on a bit further and that is how much are you really contributing to society to the world around you and I mean that in a general sense. So say, for example, if you're earning 50K, $50,000 per year, it's a decent bit of cash, I guess. What are you contributing? 
And let me explain this. How much can you possibly buy? How much money can you put into the economy? How much tax do you pay, which then helps the greater public? <laughs> and I know that's a contentious debate with all governments, so I'll hopefully you see the good side in it, the roads and the healthcare and stuff like that. I understand that's a very contentious debate. But you see the point. How much savings do you have? And conversely, when you have savings, I know in Australia, your savings are taxed. So your money is taxed. Even the money you earn and the money your money earns is taxed. Everything's taxed. That goes into society. That goes into childcare. That goes into helping the general public. Roads. Different things around the place. Education, etc. So... Contrast that with someone who's doing pretty well. Let's hypothetically say that they're earning a million dollars a year. Let's keep it a nice round figure. How much tax do you think they pay? How much more money do you think they are circulating in the economy? How much more stuff are they able to buy? How many businesses are they helping to keep afloat because they can purchase the higher priced items? The novelty, higher priced vegan organic stuff <laughs> that no one else can afford. I can guarantee they are contributing more to society, even if it's not on a charitable basis. Chances are, in some cases, they might even have more time. Some cases, I understand that's not always the, the, the point. And it has a flow-on effect because then... Even the people that work 12 hours a day, the doctors and the lawyers, all that sort of stuff, that are earning huge amounts of cash, there's still, on a, still a flow-on effect there because they can buy the more expensive real estate, which then helps the real estate agent. They get a commission, which then, again, feeds back into the economy. They have a bigger mortgage. And that helps the bank, I guess. Not that they need it, but you know what I mean. And of course, this is a very long-winded way of, of circling around all this stuff, I understand, but I think there's an important message amongst all of it. And like I say, that is that your subconscious beliefs about money and specifically people that have more than you, richer people, is going to affect exactly the results you're going to get right now. If you believe... Rich people are greedy subconsciously, even if you're not aware of it right now. If it's a subconscious belief, then why would your subconscious ever let you be rich? Why would they ever let you have more money? Because being rich is bad in your mind. You've associated it with having a negative belief. Rich people are greedy. The subconscious says, oh, hey, man. That's fine. If they're greedy, then, well, we don't want you to be greedy. Greedy's bad, isn't it? Okay, great. Well, tell you what, I'm going to sabotage any time you get money. I'm going to sabotage the crap out of it. Because you think that having money is bad. So I'm not going to let you have any. <laughs> Thanks, subconscious. Great. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
That, I'm being sarcastic. Of course, that sucks. But if you have these negative beliefs about people with more than you, I'm not going to necessarily say rich people because it could be just someone that earns a little bit more, then your subconscious will do everything in its power to prevent you from ever getting that. Well, we don't want to be one of them. Don't, don't want to be rich. Rich people are assholes. With their fancy cars and their charitable donations. <laughs> so, on that note, have a think next time you see someone who clearly has more than you. And there's going to be people everywhere, of course, all the time. I'm sure even Jeff Bezos, I'm sure he even suffers from that from time to time. He probably sees someone else and thinks, oh, gosh, they have so much time on their hands. I don't have time the way I used to. Ah, look at them. They can go on vacations whenever they want. Man, I wish I could go on a vacation. Go on a vacation and not be recognised, that would be great. So you see, even the wealthiest man in the world, I'm sure he has things that he desires. And if not, then he's probably an enlightened being. (laughs) So have a think next time and analyse. Really break down your belief systems. What's been fed to you from society? What's been fed to you from your family, your friends? Everyone means well, but they will have their beliefs and they will, because they believe it, they will, chances are, direct those beliefs at you. And are you going to absorb those beliefs yourself or are you just going to brush it off? Do you choose to believe something else? Do you celebrate when people have success. I do. I freaking love it. I think it's amazing when I see someone who hits their first $100 day, their first $500 day, $1,000 day online. I love it. I don't care if it's more than me. That's fine. I know that if someone else has done it, I can do it too. A little story for you. I understand I'm dragging on a little bit now, but a little story for you. So over the last couple of weeks... I've been trying to launch a product and I'm determined to do it so I keep thinking of different ideas. First idea, I just launched into it. I I planned it out very loosely. I thought this is great. I've never seen anyone doing this. I started recording videos. I recorded 12 training videos. I got to the very final one after about three days of solid recording and re-recording and different takes and I realized On the final video, I'm talking about maybe five minutes left to go in the training, that there was a technical glitch and it was not something that I could sell because you needed to know an entire subset of other skills coding in order to actually get around this glitch. So I went to that effort. I ran it past one of my mentors. They said, I'm sorry, but it will never sell. This is way too complex for the market. You'll get your refunds will go through the roof because they won't understand it. They won't be able to do this technical side. So I had to flag it away. 
I was so close, but I had to give it away. I'm like, all right, fine, I get it. No worries, got it. So the next one is, I came up with another idea. It was brilliant. It worked well. I thought, cool, this is something that I can replicate. I know other people can get results. If I can get results, other people can get results. This is brilliant. So I decided to put that out. I planned out the whole course. I planned out the, the lessons. Spent a lot of time thinking about how it would be for a new person coming into this area. And I ran it past my mentor. He said, I don't think it'll sell. I disagreed with him. I thought, well, I know it can because it is really simple. People are going to love it. It does actually work. And I think it's easy to replicate. We had a disagreement. Jumped off the, uh, off the conversation. Anyway, I asked another mentor. Hey, Mr. Mentor. What do you reckon about this? I've got this idea. Yeah, mate, love it. As long as you've got these components in place, it'll sell. It's great. Your refund should be low because it works. Good on you. Thanks. I'll go into it. I'll start doing it. Less than 24 hours later. uh, Yeah, Jamie. About that thing you're talking about, have you been talking with these people? Uh, No, why? Sends me a screenshot. And another group of people have already thought of this idea. They've already got a course together and they are launching it in about a week's time. And I thought, oh, I had a great idea, but I'm just a little bit late to the party. So, <laughs> again, I could look at it and I could be frustrated. I could look at it and go, and there's another idea that I was toying with as well, but unfortunately it got waved straight away pretty much. I could go down this path, I could find reasons to be frustrated, I could get angry at the people that have already created the course ahead of me, but I'm not, I'm like, great, celebrating that, good on them, it obviously works, it means that I'm on the right track, so instead what I'm going to do is I'm going to promote this new launch that's coming out, I'm going to jump on that and I'm going to use what I'd already created as additional bonuses, so that's it. That's it. Subconscious beliefs. Subconscious beliefs that hinder you. Now the reason why I speak of all this stuff and why I think it's so vitally important when you're getting into business, entrepreneurialism, I can't even say that word, sorry, uh, affiliate marketing, doesn't really matter, is because what you believe is what you will achieve. And I know it's a cliche saying, I get it, I know I'm regurgitating old stuff, But put that aside for a second and actually hear the message in that. But it's not just about what you believe. Can I become a good affiliate, a super affiliate? Can I do it? Can I do it? What are your other beliefs telling you? What what is your subconscious beliefs doing and telling you? Anyway, folks, I know I've uh, gone on long enough about now. I really appreciate you listening and being here. If you did get any value out of this, like I say, feel free to find me on YouTube. I'd love to have you guys join me, jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. I look forward to seeing you guys around the internet. Thank you once again. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.